With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Wednesday's nine-game NBA DFS slate. Holy crap, Josh Hart. Thank you so much for existing. I love you, and that is all I have to say about tonight. How's your night going, Rainpack? Well, Josh Hart's probably going to break my heart because I don't have any of him in a substantial amount. I felt like I overlooked the Brooklyn situation in the front court. Mason Plumlee definitely got there, putting up a 50 spot against this woeful Brooklyn defense, and we'll see what ends up happening in the three late-night hammers. Dame's there, Embiid's there. Uh, There's a potential for those guys to be the highest-scoring players on the slate. Yeah, I hated small forward today. I kept landing on angles with builds that I wasn't like a big fan of, and I needed to play somebody at 4,100. So Josh Hart was the last man in once he was announced as like being okay to go. I didn't like the play necessarily, but somebody that I thought maybe had some upside, and that worked out really well. So he was in two of my three three maxes over on FanDuel. Just an absolute luck box. But you know, I've been I've been running pretty pretty lucky here of late, and we'll we'll see how it ends up working out. I, I really don't have anybody too much uh, active outside of. Vooch and Cole Anthony in these in these late games. So we'll see how it all turns out over on FanDuel. But DraftKings, I am so dead, it's not even funny. So we're not going to bring that up. We're going to bring up only the winning parts of this show because that's what we do. Uh, just kidding. We try to be as uh, transparent as we can. But uh, anywho, let's get to the analysis. Before we do, drop down to the bottom bar, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo goes live. Ready to get rocking, my dude. Let's ride. Let's do it. Stop. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, I can't talk. It's fine. Don't mind me. It's just, you know, you get in these roles, have a couple shows. You're, you're trying to keep it loose, trying to keep it nice. We're going to go to the top end of point guard. Uh, Luka Doncic, 10,800. Uh, it's Luka. You should play him against the Hawks and Trey Young defense. I know he sucked last game. It seems like every other game, it's like ceiling sucks. Ceiling sucks. But... You know, so at some point he's going to live in the middle and you'd be happy with 65 from Luka at 10 eight, 60 you'd probably even take. Uh, so so just play him. Uh, that seems fun. James Harden, he'll be on the end of a back-to-back here. Uh, I, I don't really know how they'll end up doing things with Kyrie. Maybe they'll rest him, maybe not. Uh, James Harden kind of sat out towards the end of that game. I guess they think I ran out of the gym by Detroit. What in the world? Uh, so 10,400 James Harden. That'll be interesting. LeBron James is questionable. 
That's it. That's the bit. I don't really know what else to do. And then uh, Trey Young, 9,900 against Dallas. Uh, he's He's been a model of consistency with multiple, multiple games of 50-plus in a row. With In his last 10, he's only had one. So two games ago uh, against Dallas, he went for 41. But otherwise, within his last 10 in the box score on DraftKings, uh, nine of them have been for over 50-plus, and now he's under 10K. Talk to me about the top end of point guard. Harden, Luca over there on DK, 10-4 and 10-8 respectively. I prefer Harden to Luca, but Luca did put up north of 60 fantasy points um, a couple weeks ago against Trey Young. So keep that in mind. Luca over there, 10-9 uh, versus 10-1 Trey over there. Both are quite expensive over there. Um, it's a nine-game slate. We'll see where other value might open up. But there's a big pricing difference over there on FanDuel versus DraftKings and Russell Westbrook. Westbrook's 9-7 on FanDuel, while Westbrook's 8-4 on DK. That 84 price tag looks quite nice. The guy could get a triple double and could potentially be the highest point guard on the slate. So we know Westbrook's upside. It is Toronto. Keep that in mind. Obviously, we would like those minutes to get north of 30s, the mid 30s. We'll see if Washington can hang in there and not get blown out. That's been a cause of concern over there in Washington. Other point guards to consider obviously, Kyrie, uh, $9,100, I think, on DK is definitely firmly in play. And over there on Fando, $9,500 also in play. I do prefer uh, spending down some other options. Uh, we could consider Ilamelo Ball versus Memphis, $8,200. was has been great. 32 minutes last time, put up, uh, I believe, 43 fantasy points. That's a great uh, a great option to consider. $8,500 on DK seems kind of expensive. I think I prefer Russell Westbrook to Lamelo Ball. What a world. Lamelo Ball is more expensive than Russell Westbrook. Go figure. On the other side of things, I do like John Morant uh, at $7,300 on DK. I think he's kind of due, man. We need to see some Rookie of the Year flashes from him. And over there on FanDuel, $7,100. I like that quite a bit. Some spend-down options. Monty Morris, uh, $4,100. I think we can go there. He's playing 30 minutes. No Gary Harris. No Gary Harris still. I think that's a nice option to go to Monty Morris. How do you feel about Monty Morris, your boy, Iowa State guy? And uh, do you think John Morant will ever get to 50 fantasy points again? Never. He will never again. He's just going to be capped at 30 minutes for the rest of his existence is what it is. No, uh, they're both fine. Uh, just not like super exciting options on a nine game slate at this point in time. Like we know who Ja Morant has been in the past. We know his profile. 7100 is a good like buy low spot. He's gotten up to 36 minutes in the last time out. So uh, he could absolutely go and break this slate and put up 55 and you need him. Uh, we've we've seen that multiple times in the past. I guess it's it's just tough. I mean, Dylan Brooks has been playing pretty darn well. Kyle Anderson's eating up more more time out there than than in uh, last year for sure. So I'm I'm having a tough time still in like I, I haven't been getting to John Morant much at all. I guess this would kind of be the time now that we've seen a 36 minute outing from him uh, to maybe buy in and and get in a little bit low. I'll have to look. Uh, a little bit more into it than than just at first glance here, uh, but yeah, sure, Monty Morris, you could you could fire up Jamal Murray if if that were to be the case. Like that's that's just fine by me too. So I'm kind of looking around at this bottom end of point guard. It gets it gets a little bit brutal here. I mean, New Orleans is coming on the back, second end of a back to back. Eric Bledsoe got out of the gate quick, but just completely died on me. Fifty nine hundred. So again, I had death by Vassal and Eric Bledsoe, which is just a terrible two people that like that's just being bad over on DraftKings today so taking full responsibility for for a bad day on that end but not really seeing anything down here in the in the bottom end we should say Tio Maladin is out 
and then we also had Shea Gilgis Alexander, who I believe is also going to be out for health and protocol stuff. Or no, that was his knee for for that one. So he'll be out there. They're basically punting that game against the Lakers. Uh, I guess LeBron is probable as well. So many so many little injury tidbits to be looking at on this slate. So uh, we could be looking at an OKC value spot here again. Uh, get ready for Diallo. Get ready for all those guys. We're just going to run it back for the third, fourth slate in a row. So uh, anybody else you want to touch base on? Yeah, I think we uh, we can hit on some of those options in the shooting guard position. That seems like a sharp idea. Let's do that. Um, going to the top end of shooting guard over on FanDuel, Bradley Beal, 10,600. It's a big number without Russell Westbrook there. So uh, so something I'm a little bit more wary of. 10,600, James Harden, again, against Indianapolis, Indiana. I don't know why I always say Indianapolis. It must be because it's the Colts and then the pace. Uh, you know what? Don't, don't listen to me. I'm fine. I'm an idiot. 10,600, James Harden. Fred Van Vliet, 9,300. But if you're going to play a contrarian Fred Van Vliet, this would be the spot against Washington, I suppose. Uh, everybody's kind of just blowing the roof off of Washington. So uh, back-to-back 50 spots from Freddie. That would be a contrarian way to go on the slate for sure. Uh, matching him is Zach Levine, 9,300, who I think uh, profiles out a little bit better for me regardless of the matchup. Uh, but man, do you have a preference between those two? I, I guess for me, I would just have to take Levine because of, I think, the guaranteed role. But maybe Fred Van Le- Van Van Elite, as e- as Emac would call him, maybe this is a real thing. So uh, keep in mind, uh, Kyle Lowry left the game last time out. So that obviously helps Van Vliet when uh, Lowry is off the floor. More ball handling duty, more shot volume uh, comes his way. Uh, I think I prefer Levine to him right now. I think uh, Levine has the potential to take north of 25 shots. We've seen it the last couple of games, and I'll rather take that than uh, someone who's shooting uh, hyper-efficiently in Van Vliet. Other options to consider, we know what Bradley Beal can do, uh, regardless if Westbrook's on the floor. But obviously, I think we're going to have to prefer James Harden to Bradley Beal for sure. Still no KD uh, at, uh, versus Indiana. I think 10-6 is great price tag for Harden. I think he's going to have some ownership with it as well. And uh, over there on FanDuel, some spend-down options. Steven Chenzo was very good uh, last time out. Uh, put up 38 fantasy points, went 5-12 from the field. And remember why that could have happened. Uh, Drew Holiday did not play last time out, and that definitely helped the rest of the Bucks' offense. And Colin Sexton, 6,600 versus Denver. I think we can go there on FanDuel. Over there in DK, I think uh, we have, obviously, hard-enhanced uh, shooting guard eligibility at 10-4. Levine is 9K, Bill at 9.3. I think it's interesting saving spots that maybe potentially you want to get a little unique with a roster construction, avoiding Harden. And, man, there's not really any spend-down options. Maybe Bryn Forbes gets starting nod again. He played 26 minutes. I think we could uh, consider that, 3,800, where you get the three-point bonus. I think there's a pathway to get there against a tough Phoenix defense, but it's a tough spot. Uh, I don't I don't ever see Bryn Forms as a guy at 3-8 to put up 30 fantasy points. It could happen. And I think Jalen Brunson taking a shot at $4,200. Jalen Brunson could, uh, is an interesting way to go. But one guy who was very chalked last time out and uh, had a lot of projected ownership with it as well was Denzel Valentine, who has shooting guard small forward eligibility. How do you feel about him? And I don't see any other shooting guards really that stick out to me. Mm, you're probably right about that. It it gets really hairy. I mean, Lou Dort on DraftKings is 4,400. Not a high, 
you know, not somebody that I'm like super thrilled to be getting a ton of, but again, OKC is going to be low on the body count again. So get ready for that. What a joy, what a time to be alive playing chalk OKC against the Lakers. So get ready, enjoy. Um, you know, yeah, you're probably right. That's that's kind of about all that I, I see down there. Bruce Brown, we saw get quite a bit of run, 26 minutes today against Detroit. Um you know, put up 28.75. I was probably wrong about being off of him a little bit. Uh, I would say keep that I'd have uh, a little bit. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, keep in mind, Bruce Brown did start the second half yeah. so, over Jeff Green. So we'll see what that starting lineup can happen. Yep. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Steve Nash ends up doing over there yeah, on so a back-to-back. And he's 4,200 over on FanDuel as well. So uh, I do have quite a bit of interest in terms of like, targeting him but he's going to carry carry a lot more popularity again i mean we're seeing this a lot we're seeing um people kind of riding the narratives Dejounte murray today just absolutely laying an egg uh so far through through just short of three quarters so pretty disgusting also if you had rudy gobert rejoice Derek favors just went to the locker room so uh late slate uh letting that be known uh that was kind of the main reason that i was off of him on a lot of things but ended up on quite a bit in the late slate we'll see how that works out uh making our way down here it does get so so gross um caldwell pope is never an exciting roster but if you have to absolutely punt something he at least is playing a bunch of minutes uh 42 and 34 given both of those games went to overtime so uh but Again, there's there's just nothing else that I really want to be getting weird with. Uh, do you see anybody down there for you? Uh, I think uh, we just need to obviously mention Diallo, $6,500. Uh, he played was exceptional last time out against uh, the Lakers. He put up 42 fantasy points. Obviously, the game did go to overtime. We like his shot volume. Uh, obviously, now no SGA. Maybe he takes north of 20 shots, so we have to consider him. I know. It's not fun rostering guys against Lakers, but when you have a body count as low as they do, keep in mind of what Diallo could do in all the minutes he gets barring any foul trouble. And now Derek Favors is back on the bench. What an, what a time to be alive. I'm so bad at these updates, man. I'm I'm trying to like sneak them in. It's it's a fun lesson here at us sweat our lineups and stuff, but uh, maybe maybe not a great thing for Rudy Gobert afterwards. Uh, let's go to small forward here. Uh, let's let's take a look at the top end over on. Uh, let's go to DraftKings because there's there's a couple of different decisions that we have to make uh, on on this slate specifically. We have LeBron James sitting at ten thousand two hundred again, probable going to play hasn't missed a game yet, so we're we're gonna keep that train rolling ten thousand two hundred. Uh, last couple games he's been out of his mind, uh, but. Two overtimes with OKC and Detroit against two bad teams. This game should, should be a blowout. So uh, there might be a little bit waning interest on going to the Lakers side of things. But again, I hate projecting blowouts, but it just feels it, they're just completely mismatched, especially if Anthony Davis were to give it a go. Kawhi Leonard, 9,400 against Minnesota. This is going to be a great spot for him. Uh, played terrible the last time out, 36 on, on DK against Sacramento in, a, in an unbelievable spot. Let the entire world down. But now 9,400 kind of makes for a contrarian play with, uh, well, he won't be contrarian. Paul George is out. So there's, there's no way. Um, I was trying to figure figure out a way of saying that Kawhi Leonard should be in your lineups, but he should be in your lineups and I think he'll be popular. And then Brandon Ingram, the hero of the people, except for not today, uh, as as they just completely trounced Houston. So uh, so he'll be kind of a contrarian guy at 8,300. Uh, who do you prefer up top at small forward? I like Kawhi Leonard quite a bit. Uh, we know what we've been doing uh, quite a bit, targeting Minnesota. No one's built on Minnesota's stop Kawhi Leonard. Leo, 
only above average defender they really have is Josh Okogie, it seems like. And uh, I think Kawhi Leonard has the potential to outscore LeBron James uh, just because there's uh, no PG. I think uh, Kawhi Leonard is in, in a great, great spot. $9,400 on DK and $9,700 on Fando. Fine option to go to. LeBron James, 10-7. Um, obviously, we know what he can do if Anthony Davis uh, does not play. Anthony Davis is currently, I believe, questionable with the Achilles. Uh, that is correct. Achilles. Yep. Yep. Questionable. So. Uh, if AD doesn't play, I think we have to consider LeBron just because what the upside can be without without AD. Other uh, options, Middleton was sensational without Drew Holiday last time out, $7,600 on FanDuel. He comes in at $7,900 on DK. Sure, I think uh, it's Phoenix, so maybe the upside's not as great uh, like against the uh, Denver team, but Middleton is someone who's so consistent and all year long. Same with... Uh, Gordon Hayward and Brandon Ingram. It's a tough decision point among those guys. Uh, I don't currently have a lean between one of those three guys right now. Um, we'll have to see what the projected ownership comes in at. Maybe you mix and match a little bit. Pascal Siakam versus Washington. Well, last time we said priced above 9K, it's going to be a way to get unique. You put up 52 fantasy points. And now against Washington, I think we can definitely uh, expect a nice production out of Siakam. And spending down over there in FanDuel, um, Denzel Valentine is $4,400. Porter Jr. is $5,200. Uh, Porter Jr. played 27 minutes last time. Now he goes up against Cleveland. I think there's a pathway for him to be pretty uh, solid and productive in his minutes. $5,700 on DraftKings. And uh, I think uh, Dorian Finney-Smith gets the honorable mention of playing uh, north of 30 minutes and maybe he gets you mid-20 fantasy points. Uh, it seems like a spot to definitely spend up over there in DK, the way things sound. How do you feel about a $5,600 Will Barton? was great last time out. Yeah, Will Barton was really, really good. I mean, that that's something, obviously, even with Jamal Murray, and he was fantastic. So that would be a spot I'm more than happy to go back to and have, have a little bit here and there. Um, not like a priority spend for me on this slate. We'll, we'll kind of see where ownership kind of ends up rolling out for a couple of these guys. Um, Preston... <laughs> Patrick Williams, excuse me, is all the way up to fifty five hundred. I just, I just started laughing a little bit. That's, that's crazy. I mean, is that even like remotely justified here, based off of last game? Um, I, I don't know. That feels like a like a three day delayed price tag over there on DraftKings. So, uh, way to go, guys. Uh, Bruce Brown is going to eat up a lot of ownership. Lou Dort's going to eat up a lot. Josh Hart coming off a big game now facing Chicago is going to eat up a lot. Uh, there's There are some definite guys to go down to in that lower end option. Uh, one guy who saw his price tag go up quite a bit but played 40 minutes against Cleveland was Etwan Moore. In the starting lineup for Phoenix, he played the 40 minutes. We'll kind of see how everything shakes out. Obviously, I, I wouldn't expect him to to be starting should should Chris Paul end up playing. He's currently questionable. But if if Chris Paul's out again, Etwan Moore, even at 4,300, I'd have no problem going back to the well over on DraftKings doing that. So uh, what is his price tag over on FanDuel? It is 3,800. So yeah, be excited for Etwan Moore uh, as another guy to go to. He was at the min last time and made for a good late swap option. 3,800, more than doable there. Do you like Etwan Moore? And then we'll finish out the position. Only if uh, Chris Paul is out. Uh, I will be, even if Chris Paul plays, I, I don't think I'll be playing much of him, if any at all. Oh, good talk. That was hop. fun. That was fun. <laughs> if, uh, okay. I, I, I think it's time to hop off of him. Uh, just because uh, we saw the eruption spot. Now, 
if he if Chris Paul doesn't play, I'll definitely have some interest. All right. Well, uh, on that note, NBA packages are starting at four dollars and ninety five cents per week. All you got to do is go to awesomeo.com slash join NBA. Now, we do have amazing free content, uh, one of which being Josh Engelman's new series, The Process, uh, which was fantastic. Did you get to catch any of that? Uh, this morning. It was it was excellent. No, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just saying that you should definitely check it out like everybody else should. That's some of the free content we have in front. We have the tip-off, which is now before the deep dive, before live before lock, uh, so you can catch that. Uh, it's an hour beforehand. Uh, it, it, it's a, just a great show to be able to start your process off with. So as much great free content as we have, we have so much behind the paywall that's just kind of waiting for you. Uh, stuff to be able to look at the letter grades, just being able to like see certain guys uh, at a glance to be able to take them out of my player pool today as Osimo was updating things down the line to be able to get projections updated in real time to know what to do with Sterling Brown to know what to do with late uh, uh, Devin Vassell to know what to do with some of these guys like Osimo is constantly updating it and you're getting information from the number one player in the world uh, in Alex Baker so make sure that you check over at Osimo.com slash join NBA and stop guessing and start winning and also just it makes sense for five bucks. Uh, take a look at what's what's sitting there for you, and uh, yeah, I promise, I promise that you will not be disappointed. Uh, get to the top end of power forward over on FanDuel. Giannis Antetokounmpo is ten thousand nine hundred. He's fantastic at basketball. Obviously, this Phoenix uh, team has been better defensively. He's been bad the last two. I don't care. It's Giannis. He's ten thousand nine hundred. He's under eleven k. Um, he's been playing like low thirties minutes here. It's kind of a, a strange situation. Again, I, this is just what we see every single year. If we see a close game, something where you can really, really let go of it, like you're going to need Giannis on a, on a slate. He can break any slate randomly. So 10,900, no problem getting to some exposure there. 9,800, we're waiting on that news with uh, with Anthony Davis. Should he be sitting? Kyle Kuzma makes another great pivot option, somebody to get to there. Um, but otherwise, 9,800, Anthony Davis. I bet Rinpak has interest there. And Demontis Sabonis is all the way up to 93. 300 over on FanDuel, which is a little bit of sticker shock in terms of uh, what what Anthony or what Demontis Sabonis would be in the past, but not for this year. He's been bad in the last two, but now he gets the glorious Brooklyn Nets, who suck at all things defense. Talk to me about the top end of power forward. So if Mason Plumley put up 51 fantasy points, I think Sabonis can put up 100 against this Brooklyn uh, front court 102. defense. <laughs> Uh, Sabonis is in the absolute smash spot, 8600 uh, $9,300. Could be the highest-scoring player on the slate just because how bad uh, Brooklyn's defense is all across the board. So keep in mind with that, Sabonis might be right now, if he comes into anything low ownership, one of my favorite players on the slate just because of how bad Brooklyn's uh, defense is. And I think other pivots around him is obviously AD paying up for Giannis uh, at those prices, I think, is fine pivots. But Sabonis on paper matchup price wise seems like an absolute smash spot. Now we have to uh, with those all those guys ruled out over there. I think paying down to Isaiah Roby thirty seven hundred dollars. I think you have to be considering him uh, for sure. I think Patrick Williams forty four hundred dollars on uh, Fanduel seems like a better option. Davis Berton started the first half hot, cooled down significantly, but did play thirty eight minutes last time. So. That is nice to see from Bertans. Obviously, Westbrook um, is there. We'll see how much that will affect him. Maxi Kleber, 4K versus Atlanta. He was playing around the mid-20s. Kleber needs to really like get some open threes off some Lucas assists to really pay off and get get a handful more rebounds. So we'll see how uh, 
where his ownership comes in at. And dude, how loaded is power forward tomorrow? It's just loaded. It is. It like, is. It is. But it's Sabonis and everyone else, though. Oh, okay. So, so starting Sabonis going down. I'm just like going across the entire position on Fanduel, especially if Anthony Davis is out. You got Kuzma 5500. You've got Isaiah Roby, who already got announced that he'd be good to go. 5K. You've got Frank Kaminsky, who's been playing well in in the starting lineup. Uh, now in a, a spot where Milwaukee gives up the most three pointers in the league, and he's only 4800 on Fanduel. Uh, maybe a contrarian option there. Patrick Williams is 4400 and will be super chalk. Bertans, who we've been buying low on, is. 4,200. And then obviously you have all these top end options. Porzingis just absolutely broke a slate the other day. Zion's getting a terrible Chicago front court that's going to have um, both Wendell Carter Jr. out and uh, and who is the other guy that I, I know is out too um, for Chicago. Uh, there was somebody else. Oh, uh, Laurie Markkinen. Excuse me. I was trying to figure out. Um, so, so both of them are already going to be out like that seems like a spot I want to be invested in, even on this back back to back. Uh, keep on going. I just wanted to just let it be known. Power forward is outstanding tomorrow. Yeah, I think we can also consider Boucher um, at his price tag against Washington. I know uh, there's a risk with Boucher. Uh, we've been through it. Um, it's like there's like a two week period he's great, a two week period he sucks, two week period he's great. So keep in mind. So we're riding that two week period right now. It might come to a halt. We don't know, but Nick Nurse will do. <laughs> Nick Nurse, but I. With Boucher talk, I think it's hop, um, hopping over to center position, uh, leading off it. with obviously Nikola Jokic, eleven thousand dollars on DK. Is he good? I don't uh, know anything about basketball. Yeah, I, I think don't. he's. Uh, I think he's all right. Eleven one over there on Fanduel. Keep going. You're doing great. You keep going. You do the intro for this one. Let's switch it. Go ahead. And uh, Andre Drummond, seventy seven hundred dollars on the other side of things. Now, if they do a Drummond Allen front court again, we saw. Drummond play 36 minutes. I think that's very promising to see. I think Drummond's going to definitely get some ownership at that price tag. It's a pretty favorable price tag for him. I think we need to consider a um, $7,200 Valanciunas, who was a monster against Toronto last time out in 34 minutes, put up 58 fantasy points. I like that price tag for Valanciunas against Cody Zeller. And over there on DK, Roby has center eligibility. Alex Len has center eligibility. Len played 21 minutes, $4,400. It's a price tag where he could potentially get there. But Drummond's $8,300. I think that's a very solid, solid price point for Drummond. How do you feel about um, his other um, front court mate now, Jared Allen, who played 34 minutes still? Uh, last time out. Do you yeah, think we no, could... I was going to say, this is kind of a big mm-hmm. talking point of this slate. So you're going to have Millsap and Jokic more than likely in the starting lineup. They could go J. Michael Green, but they've been, they went Millsap last time. So I'm going to, I'm going to assume that it's still going to be those two up front. Uh, Denver does play big in the four or five spot for, for both of them. So I, I could see Allen and, and Drummond getting extended run in this one. So long again, the, the question with Cleveland is always, do they keep it close? But we don't want to be thinking too much about that. I think they both make for outstanding plays. We saw Jared Allen now drop down to 6,400 over on FanDuel. Um, what I do think sucks and is going to make it very, very tough to play both on DK is they're both centers. So as long as that exists, uh, you know, 8,300 Drummond, and then you go down to 5,800 for, for Jared Allen. Uh, Drummond's a 1.35 DraftKings points per minute guy, I think was the, the rate I saw the other day on the year. Uh, one of one of those guys, again, you, you said the other day, having an extra two to four minutes of Drummond is a gigantic piece and something that's very, very important to, to put into your consideration for why 
Drummond would be an exponentially better play in this spot. Now he's getting Nikola Jokic. You would have to assume that both of them are going to be facing off going back and forth. Like this is this is just kind of like a, a center matchup that you want to have both sides of. Uh, on FanDuel, you could obviously play them together. I, I really would have no issue having them paired together. Do you at all uh, over on FanDuel? Would you play Allen and Drummond together? Yeah, I, I would have to wait on that starting lineup. Uh, there could be a reason why uh, uh, Bickerstaff uh, chooses not to uh, put Allen in the front court. But if they're together, if they're starting, I will have interest in both of them, especially on Fanduel, where I think uh, Allen could get there because Allen's so good at blocking the ball, he could pick up three or four extra block shots, really pay off that price tag over there on Fanduel. Uh, Drummond definitely sticks out with that price tag. Uh, Al Horford, sixty-two hundred dollars versus the Lakers. Uh, played 34 minutes last time. Did not get north of 30 fantasy points, but no SGA this time. Should potentially get a few more extra shots. Uh, Al Hover could be someone to go to, but it's a tough Lakers matchup even when AD comes back. So that's something to consider. But how do you think um, – do you think uh, Sabonis could outscore Nikola Jokic on the slate? Yeah, I totally could. I- 8600 for Sabonis on DraftKings is such a bad tag. It's just bad. Be better. Like, 8600 it should be up. I know he's been bad the last two, so maybe that's part of it, and maybe I'm being a little harsh on it. But still, we've seen them be pretty consistently aggressive for, for some of these guys in keeping their tags up. I mean, Patrick Williams had one bad game, but they, they still put him up to 5500 and now uh, you're you're looking at a spot where, yeah, he, he's going to project well and, and be in a good spot against New Orleans, but... Oh, His man. front court mate Miles Turner is also um, mm-hmm. in a fantastic well, spot as well. Maybe, I, maybe that's a maybe that's a good like way to pivot in your lineups, get a little unique. I don't expect Turner's ownership to be as high as Sabonis, and maybe Turner has the monster game, and that's one way to really differentiate yourself in some large field GPPs. On FanDuel, they've both had good games together too, because Turner has put up so many blocks in spots. So Turner does carry a large block upside. Obviously, that block rate is starting to come down to earth a little bit, but it's still uh, pretty pretty fantastic. I guess the one guy that we have to bring up, just because he went off again today, and I'm I mean, I, I saw that he had uh, about 2.5-3% ownership over on DraftKings. Willie Hernan Gomez is 3,700, uh, now getting the Chicago front court. He played 24 minutes and put up 38 over on FanDuel. I expect him to actually garner some ownership against Chicago. Do you have any interest? And we'll close it out. Well, New Orleans beat the Rockets by 29 points. so There's that. <laughs> so there was some blowout run in that. If Hernan Gomez has some sort of massive ownership, Keep in mind, it's a back-to-back. Uh, I'm, I know Hernan Gomez is very good point per minute player once he gets to the floor. He's kind of the Spanish cliche at times, if you want to say that. But that's maybe crediting Hernan Gomez a little too much. It is Hernan Gomez. Uh, Hernan Gomez is someone if he, if he gets 24 minutes, can put up 30 fantasy points. We just saw it. But I expect Adams to get the majority of the minutes in the Chicago front court, and could be Adams could be a contrarian option to be considered as well. Beautiful. Well, that's going to be it for us today. We kind of flew through that just under 30 minutes. So, uh, Rinpak, any final words for the people? Yeah, uh, please hit the like button on the way out. And uh, feel free to leave us a review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts as well. And hit subscribe on the way out. The push for 100K begins now. So uh, so let's get it going. Uh, have a good one, guys. Good luck on Wednesday. And we'll see you back here for Thursday. Take it easy.